What theme song is that? iCarly. Okay, that's what I was going for, and then I started second guessing myself. No, you anyway, don't. Live, live um, Sorry. Nope, just keep singing. That that's, in, that, that's fine. No good. <laughs> I got it. I got all my singing out. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bookmarked. Hi, guys. Sarah and Des. <laughs> yes, with Sarah and Des. Welcome back. Welcome it. to. Another episode. We're glad to have you this week for our first ever themed episode. First, first ever, ever on this on this uh, podcast. And basically what that means is that instead of like how most of our podcasts are just kind of like us chatting, it's going to be more of like a uh, a theme. <laughs> you see from the title, you could tell. <laughs> you would have thought. Yeah, you can tell from the title today. We're going to be answering some burning bookish questions. And basically what that means is like, I came up with a few questions. Then we had you guys over on the podcast Instagram. So if you guys aren't following it yet, this is your podcastly reminder to go follow Ooh. the podcast. Um, because you guys can be involved in stuff like this if take part. If so. So basically, we're just going to be answering some burning bookish questions today. That's what we're going to be doing. But of course, we're going to, you know, what what what's the drink of the episode? What are we doing? I'm like nervous to show you my drink. <laughs> Why? Because I got it this morning. <laughs> oh, it's watered down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're still drinking it. Yeah, I am. It's the same coffee as last week. And I've been trying out different kinds, but I still, this one's my favorite so far. The brown, what is it? Sugar. Brown sugar oat milkshake and espresso. And I get it with only two shots because it comes with three and I get scared. Yeah. So I do too. So what other coffees have you been trying? Um, I don't know. At Starbucks, I'm like the app. I just like mix a bunch bunch of stuff. I did the, um, (laughs) I used to get a cold brew with the foam on top. Yeah. I tried that again, but the cold brew, I don't, I started shaking a little and I was like, I'm going to have an anxiety attack soon. <laughs> it was too oh, much yeah. caffeine. That was not good. I did um a caramel macchiato too. That was good, but it was too sweet. I don't think I like the sweet as much anymore. I have been doing um, still my ice white mocha, but I uh, have been trying their white macadamia cold foam, I think is what it's called. Like their white macadamia cold brew, but I've just been doing the cold foam on it. Is that the um, one you I tried was- when you came here? That was I tried the cold brew and didn't uh, like it. But then I tried the cold foam of it mm-hmm. and liked it. So okay, whatever. Good. But I'm so I also glad. have a homemade homemade coffee in my hydro flask. Ooh. Oh, I, like I guess I can't cup. choose who to support. <laughs> Did you see? I said, Oh yeah. yeah. I said that Hydro Flask is coming out with like this shaped bottle. And it's funny because when we talked about this the first episode, you were like, I hate that the hydro flask doesn't fit in the cup holders. Yeah, they're fixing that issue. But you know what? If I was Stanley, if I was Stanley, and I uh, came up with that design, and then my biggest competitor stole it from me, took it, completely stole it. I'd be a little upset spaghetti about that. Can you like copyright? But I don't think so. I don't like a particular design. I don't think so because. When you think about it, like, when you go into Target, there's, like, uh, Simply Modern cups that are just, like, the Stanley cups. 
So it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know about patenting, like, any of that stuff. Well, but, they just um, took it, and they're running with it. And you know what? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see the colors they come out with because oh, yeah. they have Hydro some Fox cute colors ones. Are unmatched. Before we dive into um, today's book, burning bookish questions, I, I had a few talking points that I wanted to tell you about. Oh. Oh, okay. Tell me. I'm First so of all, did you see that the It Ends With Us production stopped? Yes. How do we feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was for the better. I think... Well, it's not because of, like, fans. Like, fans didn't oh, yeah, stop no. it. It was something with the, like... There's a writer's... Pro- um, what's it called? Yeah, the writer's strike. And, like... Strike. Something with a production company was happening that made it no longer a thing. Which, I'm sure they'll finish it. I think it's just, like, once the writer's strike is done, that's when they'll, like, get into all of that. But... I um, hope they take this time to like reevaluate, take some feedback, start over. Yeah, take everyone's feedback, the readers' feedback, if you will, before they yes. start up again. And on that note, did you see the casting for the Good Girls Guide to Murder series? Mm-hmm. Pip they and did Robbie, so good, perfect. Like, because if you guys watched Wednesday, she was the um, like main side character. She was like the best friend mm-hmm. in Wednesday. And I didn't watch that. I did, and I got a lot of people in my DMs and stuff when that show was popular. They're like, she reminds me so much of you, like her character, because the thing <laughs> is, is like, obviously Wednesday is like, her room's like all dark, and then her side of the room is like pink and purple. Oh, and, oh that's you know, cute. All the yeah. stuff and everything, I'm so Wednesday. that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, forget what, I forget what the girl's <laughs> name is in the show, but she is playing Pip, and she is mm-hmm. perfect. She is like... When I saw that she was Pip, I was like, oh, my God. And her hair is brown because in the show her hair was blonde. Um, Like, when I saw her, I was like, that is exactly how I imagined Pip. Like, exactly how I imagined Pip. That and Ravi. The both of them. That's, like, the perfect. Like, she knew what she was doing. Also, did you know know that there's a UK version and a US version of Good Girls Red Murder? Mm -mm. Like, I learned. I don't remember who told me. The one in the U.S. takes place in, like, Connecticut or something. But the U.K. version, they, like, have British accents and it takes place in U.K. world. Don't so quote me on this. So nothing's different than, nothing's different in the plot other than just where it takes place. I don't know because I didn't read the U.K. ones, but I heard that there's, they're different. Because I was like, do they have British accents? Because someone was like, I can't wait to hear her British accent. I was like, but I thought it took place in Connecticut in the United States. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so sure confused. it'll take place in the U.S. in this show. I just feel like it's going to i don't know we are going to get into some burning book questions so burning burning like you guys are burning to know all of this information flames are going so i kind of thought about this as being like book topics that we don't normally like talk about in our videos like this just isn't thing these aren't things that just usually come up like, we don't really just, like, take the time to talk about them unless it's something like this. And I thought since, obviously, this is a podcast and you can kind of get more into it, whereas, like, in a video, you'd either probably, like, cut the question completely or you'd, like, mm-hmm. kind of answer it in a short way and, like, not really yeah discuss it. So, I thought like it would be Like, our opinions fun. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- so, did you look at any of the questions on the... I only looked at the first few, but then I was like, I kind of want to just go into it blind. Yeah. Do you feel like you're in an interview? <laughs> 
<laughs> Only because you know the questions. I'm like, are like, you really? Like- well, I don't, I haven't looked back at them. Other, Even like the okay. questions that I just wrote down from the follower stuff, I like already forgot them because I think I So you don't have like writing. your answers. You didn't no. write down any answers. Okay, good. No. Okay. Yeah. Oh. okay. okay. <laughs> so first question is what we think about spice in books. And I thought this was an interesting question because I never like go into this topic yeah, and talk about it ever. I think it's just always awkward. Like, I don't know. It's an awkward topic, I feel. Yeah. Do um, you have a... Yeah, I feel like there's always, like, you see people either, like, loving closed door or there'll be, like, some people that go in for the smut. But I think, personally, it doesn't bother me. If it ever gets, like, too much smut or detail, I could just skip over it. And I've noticed it never really changes the story. Yeah. It never really does anything. But... If there's too much that then takes away from the story, I'm like, eh. Because I like a story that has, like, depth to it and, like, when it overpowers the story and, like, you could you do too much with it, then it's like, eh, I could do without it. But it never really bothers me. I also don't care if there's none in it. Actually, sometimes I think, sometimes I think it helps. Like, you know when they're, like, deep into their relationship and then they're, like, their first time together? I feel oh, like yeah, I know more. Yeah. But, yeah, it, I never really, it never really bothers me unless it's like, I don't know. I'm not picky with it. Yeah. For me, I would say I'm the same exact way where it's like, I will really read any book. It doesn't matter like what it has, but I will say I don't seek it out. Like I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, this is like super whatever, because I'm just going to be honest. Like I just skip it. Like I really like, (laughs) it's not something that I'm like, oh, whatever. It's like you said, it's more of a knowledge thing. Like, okay, I know that they did that. So like, let's move on. And sometimes in books, when it will start out like heavily based on their relationship, because that's more what I'm in the book for is to like read about their relationship, not necessarily like them doing it, you know, their sexual relationship. (laughs) I'm not there. I'm not there for that. So I will just kind of skip it. But then if I feel like it's going to the point where it's like every other chapter for me personally, I'm just like, okay, I'm out of it, you know, or if the even before like they even do anything if it just seems like it's very like physical based it's just not my cup of tea i like the emotional stuff way more yeah me too sometimes though i feel like by a thread like when there's like what's the word sexual tension and it's like you're going like you're 300 pages in and you know they just really want to kiss sometimes i'm like ooh, i'm I'm so excited for them to do stuff i don't know yeah that's i get that because i feel the same way yeah it's just more like I'm just not somebody that likes when there's just like a lot of it in a book, but I'm not yeah. going to like not read a book because it has those scenes in it. We're like in the middle. Yeah. It's like, we, we won't not read books. It's just, I just kind of ignore it most of the time, unless it's like dire yeah. to the plot. You know what I mean? You yeah. I mean. Yeah. You're saying the same thing. You know, we know, <laughs> we, we know. Okay. Next question is why we hate or dislike certain okay. book tropes. Like what are book tropes that you really don't mm. like and why? I'm trying to think of some I don't like. I can think of some. (laughs) Go for it. You go first. Um, Mine, I think my top one is the miscommunication trope. I was just going to say, I know what you're going to (laughs) say. Because to me, like sometimes it works and I understand why an author has it because they're using it as a plot device. I'm like, okay, whatever. But when I can tell that maybe like, an editor or a publisher has like told an author like you need a third act conflict yeah. so they always 
throw a miscommunication in there that is so stupid and dumb and like doesn't need to be there and it just like makes zero sense as to why it's there like it's just something easy that they could have been like oh yeah like this person came and talked to me like whatever if they have somebody from like the past show up or whatever it is and then the other person finds out about it and they think the other person's lying and it's like turns into a whole third act breakup where they're broke up for like a month and it's just so stupid or it's like a problem that they've already got through but now all of a sudden it comes back up and they break up over it you know what i mean you can tell when the author yeah when the author puts it in to like add more to the book i'll knock a star off if it's one of those like if it comes out at the end and it's just so frustrating yeah but i feel like miscommunication is a good one no it's my least favorite one with miscommunication is when in the book it's the girl or the guy that's like i don't do relationships and they're obviously in love with the other person and know that they are mm-hmm. and then so the author makes a third act conflict them being like no i told you i don't do relationships it's like yeah please be so for real because if they genuinely loved each other i would not be like i said i don't do relationships like i'd be like oh no wait i found my person i wouldn't be like gotta throw this relationship away because i said i don't do relationships you know what i mean yeah. like that's my least yeah. favorite one when they do it but what's yours i i don't know because some of the tropes that i don't love an author could do it right and then i would enjoy it but the ones that i don't seek out are single parent accidental pregnancies um but again i could read a book that has that in it and i would enjoy it but when it's like the main plot of the book is that child or oh my god we're like three-fourths of the way through a book and pregnant randomly she's pregnant and i literally out of nowhere she's anyway don't like that oh yeah it's like didn't expect it i don't i don't seek that out either just like i mean there are tropes that i will read the book but i don't like seek them out like i'm not like oh it's a single parent trope let me go buy that where like as i do know that a lot of people like this single parent trope but um yeah like uh i guess i don't like this communication but like everyone was so surprised I gave Happy Place a five stars because the big thing is the miscommunication. But for that, I feel like it was used as a oh, plot yeah, that device. Makes sense. And yeah. it was a lesson that was built into it. So that's what I told people too. I was like, I do hate miscommunication, but this one like made sense. It was actually realistic. Like if a miscommunication yeah. is realistic, then I'm fine with it. But when it's like like I already said, but um I don't think I don't yeah. I don't uh search out like like that. Like uh uh accidental pregnancy or like single parent i'm just i don't know i'm just not that yeah, type of person but i could see how people like it yeah. another one that i used to not like was love triangle but now i low-key like love triangles i think I it's hate, fun i <laughs> hate 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 love triangles because my thing is <laughs> is like, like you can always tell which one's coming out on top and it just feels oh, like oh yeah it just feels like you're using and hurting the other person for no reason. Like, just like I hate when authors will, it's not like a love triangle, but it's like, cause you know, that the person has absolutely no shot. Like, you know, they have no shot. I understood it in Magnolia Parks, but I was using that like as an example. It's more like, like yeah. I've read books before where like, say it's like years later, they haven't talked for years. <laughs> I'm like rolling my eyes, <laughs> even though I eat that up. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, anyway. <laughs> and like, they meet each other again and like one of them, okay me okay like love in other words that is the one thing that i hate about love in other words is like her having a fiance is literally just a point of conflict for the book yeah. like he's not, he's barely yeah. even in it and they i was did, just gonna they, say 
they exactly made it where you would not be connected to him at all. Like yeah. he's in it so little that you won't be connected to him, but he's just like a force of like why they can't be together type of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's that's another thing I don't like when authors throw in like in the beginning of the book when the main character has a significant other and you know that they're going to fall for the main male character and it's like yeah. I you're making the, the first significant other painted as a bad guy when yes. it's really not their fault you're just the poor guy i don't know i always feel so bad and then you're like low-key like the lines are blurred and it's like you're basically about to like cheat on them if, and then they break up and it's like a whole plot line that's just so horrible oh yeah no that i feel like that's just a given i hate the cheating trope um especially when it's between the main characters and i read two of those books this month already that had the cheating trope oh, really and just oh i know one yeah. of them on the flip side of the coin what are book tropes that we love and wish there were more of slash just love to see whenever it's in a book i think right now i'm just in a small town cowboy i want all the small towns right now every single one of them but it's not usually my go-to i think i like him so like a childhood friends lover second chance are my favorites i yeah. like when they have like a history and then they yes. can come back together i love I, seeing that I like more, I think I like Childhood Friends Lovers over Second Chance because usually with a Second Chance, it's like there's a reason most of the time. Yeah, the reason has to be good. And like the reason has to be good because if there's a big reason why they're not together and then I feel like, yeah, you guys shouldn't be together, then it's like, that's why I'm a little Mm -hmm. iffy with Second Chance Romance, but I love Childhood Friends Lovers because most of the time it's just either like unrequited love or there was something that why they couldn't be together and now they can be together years later and there's more of like a sweet yeah. history between them type yeah, of thing cute. i love that one i also love just i don't know i, I love like friends to lovers i like friends lovers i also love but it's usually just in fantasy that i like the who did this to you oh my gosh oh <laughs> you'll get me every time with that or when they say there she is <laughs> in fantasy that? yes yes it's, oh serpent it's and wings did that it's specifically there's oh, what book is it in throne of glass there's a scene in throne of glass that that happens <laughs> i also wanted to make one of my books kingdom of ash but it's literally the last book in the series and i was so scared that if you looked up a book quote you'd get a huge spoiler so i was like i can't do um, it but i got i want to i just love throne of glass so much <laughs> <laughs> anyway what are favorite books mean to us slash why we love them so much like a reasoning our favorite books and why we love them and all of that jazz go ahead and say it i won't say the name i won't i won't say it we know i like when (laughs) i feel so bad there's not one episode i haven't said the name but you know what you love it and that's fine i think i talk about spider-man all the time so who cares that's okay um, I think when the characters and the story like makes me feel like I even if it's like a frustrating story or anything like if I want to throw that book across the room because of what they're doing like at least that book made me feel something and like the, when the characters feel real and I like, really connect to their story always makes me love a book or like once I finish it I'm like I could reread this many times and still probably love it like that's how I know oh, yeah. I love a book. Like, when, sometimes I'll read a book and I'm, like, halfway through and I'm, like, I don't care if I even finish this book. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I know I, I don't like it. But, yeah. I think when I just, like, the, the book makes me feel something. I also love when there's, like, beautiful writing and, like, good quotes. Yes. Like, yes. more than just, like, a surface level story, you know? Yeah. And that's what and I like. And I'm the same way. I think, like I said earlier, I think it's more of, like, an emotional thing with me. Even though yeah, I'm me probably, too. like, 
in real life, it's like pulling teeth for me to like actually provoke emotions with people. But I love reading it and seeing when people have an emotional connection. That means everything to me, everything. And for lack of a better word, when the guy is a simp, (laughs) it's going to do it every single time. What genres are we intimidated by? Intimidated by and why um um okay i would say classics is that a genre yes okay like when you go to barnes it says classics yeah classics dark romance because i want to read some of them but then i'm like this is probably it's probably too much for me i haven't really read a true dark romance i feel like what would you what like haunting adeline like i want to read that really bad but that's more of like but a, i'm scared of it i've read a lot of dark romances in my day is that not <laughs> no it's like but it's like a different subcategory of a dark romance i forget what it's called but it's like way more intense okay i read a few hundred pages of that book and then stopped oh, yeah i was gonna you never finished no so classics Um, and dark romance is there another genre um i'm trying to think of like what genres there are because i read three um romance literary fiction i don't none that i'm like intimidated by but i know i just don't like them as much as the ones i do read i feel like nonfiction intimidates me i'm not picking up a nonfiction. actually i mean i just don't like nonfiction. it doesn't intimidate and that's okay that's okay yeah I I'm intimidated by like sci-fi because I will read fantasy but I feel like there's a more complicated aura about sci-fi like there's a lot more of like I feel like when you read fantasy and it's like okay yeah we have the politics but with with sci-fi I feel like it's more like this is how like this comes together and like all of that stuff it's just like a lot more intimidating to me um I've never read a sci-fi book what's a sci-fi book like like uh Star Wars Ready Player One is like a sci-fi. Well, I don't know what the book that is. Girl, oh, like, like Red Rising. Is it Red yeah, Rising? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, Red Rising is a sci-fi as well. Um, but yeah, it's just intimidating because I have a small pea-sized brain. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what are some books that are coming up that we are most excited for and why? Ooh, so many. <laughs> um, really? I'm like coming a blank on it. I'm like, I don't oh, know. I think... All of my big ones. Oh, wait. Curse of True Love. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to see how that plays out. Me too. I can't wait. Um, wait, the way I just put this in a video now, I forgot some of them too. <laughs> I already, the Five Star Weekend already came out. I was excited for that one. I haven't read it yet. I forgot the other one that I put in that video. Magnolia Parks 3 comes out next year. <laughs> You're like, so long- can't wait for that. Um, obviously mine is Crescent City 3. I feel like I've said that so much, but <laughs> genuinely, that is the book. Oh, and the second, fourth wing. I haven't read the first one, but I know the second Oh, yes, it comes out soon. in November, and I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited for it. Genuinely, I could cry. Okay. I have until um, then to read it. <laughs> you, you, no, you have until end of the month to read fourth wing. <laughs> Because okay, the fall I'll time try. is going to be your throne of glass time. My Sarah J. Mess universe time. I have I a lot to get throne through. of glass in less than a month. <laughs> that whole entire series. Yeah. Actually, 
I read it within like a week. <laughs> that whole entire series. Should I make it into a vlog? Is that like a series to vlog? Um, I I think I read most of it in like videos. I like cause yeah. one of them was my screen time video, and then another one was my fantasy video that I read them in. It's just so hard to like non spoiler it. If you wanted to do like maybe spoiler free for like Throne of Glass, and then the rest of the video is like full spoilers. Yeah. But the thing is, is that video would probably be like hours long because those books are not short. Oh my god! We'll talk about it when it comes. Listen, (laughs) all I'm gonna say is there's a specific scene that happens in Empire of Storms. I think it's Empire of Storms that I just need. I just need you to read it. I'm just gonna have you on FaceTime with me while I read it so I can just give you all my spoilers reactions. Oh my gosh. I literally would just sit there and start rereading. I want to reread it. Fourth Wing made me want to reread Throne of Glass so bad. Anyway. Read some when I read it. Oh, I am gonna I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> um what book slash books, if you want multiple, have impacted your life the most in like whatever way that you think? <laughs> I don't want to say it. Just really don't, don't feel bad about saying it. Uh, it's okay to love something. Was that your I coffee? Did, okay. No, that was the recorder. Thank God. Oh, whew, I literally thought you were just so Imagine. casual about your coffee spilling everywhere. I was about to no, be like, okay. Wait. <laughs> no, thank God. Um, I do have to say Magnolia Parks. I think it's just, you know how in books it says, it's very dramatic, how they say, you've ruined all other girls for me. No, because yeah. that series has ruined all other books for me like I, that's on like the pedestal and no books live up to it and i think it's just the way that she writes is just like ugh, in my head i just feel like she's like magical I don't she know. does have beautiful writing beautiful beautiful it's, writing. i've never read writing like hers and i don't think i'll ever be able to you know she's coming out with another off topic here um i listened to a podcast with her in it this morning and she actually has another book i don't know if it's gonna be a series or something but coming out she said december she doesn't know if that's the right timing a whole other like another world like nothing magnolia parks related i'm so excited she's probably just trying to like soft launch a different series that she's like writing i'm so excited even though most authors just kind of like no that's not true i was gonna say they just kind of work on the series that they're in and then they go to other books yeah. but that's not true because sarah j mass is like still working on akatar in crescent city not yeah, anyway glass. No glass is finished um, um yeah, I, that was my answer i'm trying to think of a book a book that like heavily and imp- i feel like i'm gonna say the same answers too um i'll try to switch it up and say happy place because genuinely okay. like when i read that book i just the quotes her writing was already like i already loved emily henry but her writing in that book was so good and the I feel like the realistic depiction of what it is to be in like a long term relationship and also in like a long term friendship with people was so realistic to the point of like when you're so comfortable with people being in your life and kind of like uh like that like the miscommunications even though that trope annoys me it's like in real life people miscommunicate all of the time like you're too scared to like say something to somebody or maybe you just keep it inwardly when you really want to say something and. I just think that it was so good and also just the relationship in that book was so sweet and like so wholesome the way that they you know love each other for a long-term relationship so I would say that one um all of Emily Henry's books Beach Read also Mm -hmm. because Beach Read was like a huge book I remember just 
sitting in my room on my bed on my iPad. That's when I used to read books off of Libby, <laughs> which is an app where you can like, uh, you basically put your library, library card right? in. Yeah, you like connect to your library and you download eBooks off of there. Like same thing as a library system. And I used to just sit in my bed. It was my senior year of high school and I used to just sit in my bed and read a bunch of books. And just that, that one was like one of them that made me love that genre again so heavily impacted my life that's why i'm here today thank you emily henry <laughs> thank you come on the yeah, happy place is like <laughs> oh my god my happy place was like the most relatable book i think i've ever read yes i that book was the like one of the best of the year i would have to sit down and think about that but i do think it's one of the best of the year if you had to, okay i already know what your answer is gonna be if you had to get a tattoo for a book what book would it be and what would the tattoo be <laughs> It's like I can never, any bookish questions, it just goes back to it. I think I'm between like two for it. W- Magnolia Parks, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I wanted to get a little bee. There's a cutesy little bee, metaphorically. You have done that while you were in New York. I know. I think because bees scare me, like the real things, but metaphorical sense, I love it so much because of that series. But then I saw this girl on TikTok got um it's the what's the quote the greatest undoing what's the great undoing whatever that quote was she got it tattooed on her arm and i thought it looked so cute so now i'm like should i get a quote from it something from magnolia parks will be on my body one day that's all i know oh i'm so excited i love that for you thank you so much you should go um i'm like too scared to get an actual tattoo oh yeah i'm I'm scared too but i want to do it but the thing is that i feel like if i love something this deeply like it will always mean something to me you know what i mean because yeah. my worst fear is like getting a tattoo and then years later being like oh my god why did i get this tattooed yeah. on me well i love that it's like it shows like that point of your life what you yes. were like loving or whatever impacted you i think that's sweet and that's what i was about to say it, it, it meant something at that point in my life so it was good yeah. i would i don't i don't know i would like to find something from akamoff like in a dainty picturesque type of way because there's not necessarily any quotes because the to all the stars that listen listen cute quote i just wouldn't get it tattooed on my body um yeah. it's a little it's a little cringy but i love <laughs> i love akatar but i just wouldn't get that specific quote i would like to get something that's either like i've seen like the little stars that people put and everything like that yeah. i would however if i were to get a quote i would get the quote from Throne of Glass. Favorite, darling. Imagine I got that tattooed on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would get the I would get either two different quotes from Throne of Glass and they're non spoiler, but they're a huge thing once you've read the series, which is you do not yield or I will not be afraid. And I've seen people get it like right here. Oh, yeah, I think I've actually seen elbows. someone that has it. <laughs> yeah, they get it like right here. Like I've seen people do this, but I kind of thought like dainty cursive like in at the back of my arm above my elbow for something like that i thought it would just be cute because it's also inspiring yeah <laughs> it means it's a cute something. quote so yeah it's a very cute quote okay last one of these questions if you mm-hmm. had to choose only one of your favorite book series to be adapted into a movie slash tv series what would it be and why Ooh. you can only choose one. Oh. okay okay hold on i have to look at my books Okay, I think, oh, I feel like I would want to pick a fantasy. I feel like fantasies turn movies or books would be really good. Okay, I would do, I would pick either 
the Shatter Me series? Because I've seen people like make like almost like a trailer on TikTok for, and I love dystopian movies. I the only anyway, I won't get into it. But the I think Shatter Me dystopian movies. I think that would be really great. Or I almost said Six of Crows as if it's not already a show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the ones upon a broken heart series. I feel like that'd be cool. As like a little, I feel like the scenery would look cool. Yes. Like visually in yeah. a movie or a show. Those are my, those are my, my uh, answers. <laughs> I'm very torn. <laughs> okay. Very torn because I don't, when I think of this, like, like for example, when I see like the love hypothesis or like a bee tree got turned into a movie, I'm just kind of like, okay, because I mean, Hallmark's probably done something like that a thousand times. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, love that's the why book. I do want to pick. Romance. but romances are kind of whatever i would love i would i would i think i would die if addicted callaway got turned into like a netflix series but specifically okay. with the people that everybody has fan casted because i think that the fan yeah. casts are absolutely perfect and if they weren't fan casted the way that we have all fan casted them i wouldn't want to watch it because i'm just attached yeah. to like those people being the characters and it has to be shot as a reality show. It can't be shot as like a mm -hmm. little... It has, it has to, to be, be shot like they're real. Yes. It has to be shot like We Are Callaway, even though. Yeah. It has to be shot like We Are Callaway, and then when it goes into the whole entire like Princess of Philly plot line, it like, they just kind of show flashbacks to it. Anyway, love <laughs> that. Also, I would say, I would say Akatar, and I know it's annoying, but I don't care. Um... <laughs> But the thing is, is that Hulu bought rights to Akatar to turn that into a series. That's, like, been going on for a while. So, I just don't know if, like, that's going to be a thing thing. But my problem and dilemma with that is that I don't want it to be real people. <laughs> I just don't think anyone could do reason yeah. justice. I genuinely, or Asriel or Cassian, I just don't think anybody could do it. Okay. I, I understand. Of, I think I agree. Have you ever seen The Invitation? The inv Invitation? The movie? No, what's it's that? like a vampire mm -hmm. movie. It came out last year. Mm -mm. It's like, I never watched it, but people went feral over it when it was in the movie theater. And the guy, the main guy in that movie, people are like, he should be Reezy and he should be re No. I'll stop Wait, what's you guys. His name? Look up <laughs> The Invitation. Okay. It's like it a, was a movie that came out? Yeah, it came out last year it's on the invitation Netflix. images okay oh henry henry is that his just kidding just kidding that's not his name i'm thinking not henry cavill so is that who you no. were thinking or cavill i've cavill. seen this guy where's this guy been in he's also Why in gossip girl before? oh that's how i know him yeah no absolutely not no like i agree <laughs> the disrespect i feel when people did that well i saw the people were making like ai versions of them and i think yeah. that's the most realistic you could get with the characters like it wouldn't be like yes. a cartoon i feel like the ai characters do them justice and that's and that's what i would like that's all i'm asking for guys <laughs> that's all i'm asking for hulu <laughs> just ai am but anyway so now we're gonna get into the followers questions i kind of picked y'all's questions in a fast manner <laughs> what is a book that you think is underrated like, Ooh. you don't see not a lot of people talk about it. 
I always say um, Ghosted by J.M. Darhauer. I think that book is so, so good. Like, it just feels really real. Um, yeah. I think it's it's second chance, single parent, but the storyline is just so beautiful. I loved it. I think for me, I read a book last year, and it was called Bittersweet Memories, and I never talk about it, but I gave it like a four and a half, four point seven five, and I never see anybody talk about it. I found it off of a TikTok that had like a little scene from it, and that TikTok didn't even have like, I, don't, I think it had like a few thousand likes on it, like not even like, it wasn't like going viral or anything, Yeah. but I saw it, and then I read it, and I don't see anybody talk about the book ever. What's it about? It's, Is it a romance? Yes, and it's a then and now, second chance, yeah. uh, billionaire. <laughs> it's oh, oh, oh it's, so a, it's really good. It. I really like it. I really, really like that book. So everybody can go read that. Um, <laughs> when you finish books, do you need time to process or can you go directly into another one? I do not want to be in reality. I go right into the next one. Like, I mean, unless it's like one of those like five stars that I have to like go on like a TikTok rabbit hole, but I'm immediately going into another book. I like have to. Yeah, I would say the same. I would say it definitely depends because if I'm in a reading mood, I'll just go directly into another book. It really doesn't because yeah. I can separate the entities of different books. Like I can like, yeah. there's no problem in me like mashing the two together or like not liking the other one now because I read that one. Usually if I really love a book, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just go directly into another one because I'm in the mood to read. But if it's like yeah. a five star, I have to sit and think about this type of book, then no, I can't go directly yeah. into another one. Sometimes I need like a brain break. I'll just like go on tiktok for the rest yeah. of the day and then start the yeah. book eventually but i'm fine with going book to book yeah okay. okay if you could change the end of any book what would it be and why that's a good one um i don't mm, i don't know i'm trying to think of endings of these books I would say as good as dead because the only reason that that book was not a five stars was because of um, the way it ended off and like the ending yeah. part of that book I would rewrite that and I've said that before and I'll stand by that I would rewrite that I think yours truly by Abby Jimenez because that was a really good read and then the end went on a little bit too it took yeah so many yeah yeah but that book is so good but yeah I would change the end I'd probably give it five stars it was so good what is a book slash series you used to love but don't anymore? I'd probably say November 9th by Colleen Hoover. I used to like be oh. obsessed with that book and then now I don't. Yeah, I feel like it, any of the books I used to talk about in 2019. What character in a book do you feel that you most relate to? Like what's a character that you've read and you're like, that's me? Harriet. Like I remember texting you and I was like, I think yeah. Emily Henry was like, let's write a book about Sarah. Like oh, seriously, yeah. everything that she that. went through. I was just like, this is uncanny. How like relatable. It it sounds weird to like say. I don't know. And no, it's not weird. But I feel like Jacob from yours truly truly, like oh, all yeah, of his yeah. thoughts are thoughts that I'm constantly having and it felt like yeah. reading it felt like reading myself on being a page. in your head. Yes, and being in my head and seeing almost yeah. like from an outside perspective of like what it is to be in a relationship with me in a in type of way because yeah. I was like, oh no, everything is like me. I think she did such a good job depicting like that in a relationship too and like having a partner yes. that understands you because I've never read a character or been in a character's head that was like that. It was so good. Oh yeah, and I did appreciate that too, the way that she wrote the relationship in a way where like he wasn't wrote to be like a 
a burden like it wasn't like oh my god yeah. this is like something that we need to fix do you know what i mean like usually yeah when i've read that somebody's like that they're like i need to fix this i need to fix this it's like some people just live like this yeah and that's it's just how he like, is yeah like let's start to just try to like understand and be like accommodating towards a partner and yeah. i really appreciated that and really loved that and that's why love. i really love that book what is a book you will never read oh never like a, read you're like i will never read that book respectfully um probably I'm trying to think of books everyone else's um maybe like my dark romeo i just don't think i like books like that you know that book the one we were just talking about my dark romeo oh not my dark Ro- my dark vanessa <laughs> anyway. oh yeah i was like sarah you read that book like <laughs> no yeah no looks like no. that my dark vanessa because i remember lauren was reading it when we lived together and oh, i yeah, just I read don't that book. think books like that yeah she would, she would like, show me some scenes and stuff it's just i understand the it's on the same the vibe book, as like but lolita lolita the classic that's a classic yeah 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 it's like the I same thing where it's like kind of grooming it's very triggering that that's a very yeah triggering i think that's book. why yeah i probably would i'll say credence by penelope douglas oh <laughs> Sometimes books like that, I'm like, I kind of want to see what's going on. But yeah, I I will never read a a taboo romance. It's I think that's what they're called. Just personally, listen, not to yuck anybody's yum. That's not what I'm trying to do. This book, this question, I thought was funny when I read it. Okay, who would win in a fight? I'm 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 guessing that it doesn't mean like a physical fight. Maybe like a oh like a discussion because i'm like what sarah defending magnolia parks or des defending akatar like who would win I would, like do you think i just know i wouldn't stop like i i i wouldn't agree to disagree if we're fighting over this i would run my mouth to the ground like oh yeah but i don't know who would win because we again because we both like I feel like the same level of love. What is a red flag in a book that will make you stop reading it? Like you read something and you're like, I can't keep going. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard because there's some characters that are just like written to be that kind of character. And I'm like, they're not real. So I could read that. I don't know. But I think I was reading a book the other day and the way the character was just like, not a red flag. I was just getting the ick. <laughs> you ever get an ick when you're reading? Oh, absolutely. It's not a red flag, but I think from. he was giving me the ick so bad that when they started doing things, I was like, like physically cringing. And it's not a red flag. It's just like, ugh, like you know, I wanted to stop so bad. I think what, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know any red flags. Maybe when they're gaslighting. But like sometimes like that's put in the story. Like that's just how their character how is. Like, maybe they're just a bad person character. But that's okay to, for maybe. that to be your red flag. Like it doesn't matter if that's why yeah. the character okay. is written that way. Um, I think, I think just any, mine would be probably just like if the guy was just like one when I've when I've read books and if they're doing stuff and consent is questionable. Okay. I automatically shut the book. I'm like, why are we even? What is your favorite place splash splash slash spot to read? Um, just outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like it could be on the beach or just like on my deck or anywhere outside i just like being outside (laughs) i I am the opposite i would say in my bed and solid in the solidarity of my room because okay. it's so embarrassing if I am reading around somebody like my parents or anybody and then I start laughing or like giggling they're like what what's yeah. happening and I'm like I don't know yeah. stop, stop asking whenever or I'm like, in my room yeah the chances the chances of me going on my phone are high <laughs> so I like to like step outside of here oh yeah I also like to go to like Starbucks or Barnes because I feel like if I'm yeah. not at my house I'm like okay this is what you're here to do you gotta do it yeah type of thing yeah me too um, do you count DNFs as a red book or not? I count it. Let me tell you why. Because <laughs> I suffered. If I DNF'd a book, it takes a lot for me to DNF, genuinely. And mm-hmm. I will tell you that I've read over, I read at least close to 50% of the book. And to me, if you have read like 50% or pretty darn close or more than that and DNF a book, that means that you read it. Uh, yeah. I see that. So I count them as reads. Like if somebody was like, I read a hundred and something books this year and five of them were DNFs, I wouldn't be like, oh, then you only read this many books. I'd be like, okay, yeah, makes sense. I wouldn't even like think twice about it. Yeah. Um, in my head, I like have to finish the book for it to count. But I agree with what you're saying. Like you did put in the work to get to that point. Yeah. And I, because I almost DNF'd a book the other day. And I was like, I'm like 75% of the way through this book. I could finish, but it was like, it was like horrid. But I ended up skimming the rest of it. And either way, if I s- didn't skim the rest, it basically counts the same as if I DNF'd it. Like I barely read the rest of the book and yeah. I still rated it. So I feel like I could have DNF'd it and then also rated it the same thing that I did anyway. I think I should change my mindset from that because I, you did read majority of yeah. the book. I don't need Which, to know the ending. I will say though, like I've seen some people that are like, making like full-on reviews and they stopped at like chapter four of a book and i'm like respectfully you only have an opinion of like the four chapters that you read because you didn't even get to like a part i feel in certain books that it's like yeah i feel like you can't or at least i probably won't dnf unless i'm halfway and it's like unbearable to continue oh yeah but it, it takes a lot for me to DNF a book. Like, I'll see it through the end if I have to. Oh, no, that's me. Like, really, genuinely, I think I've only DNF'd, like, three books this year because I used to not have any DNFs because I would just read the book. But I was like, genuinely, if I'm, like, halfway through the book and I'm just not enjoying a single part of it, why do I keep going? Yeah, yeah. sometimes you know? I'll put it down at the moment because it's not the book I want. But the it's, like, a soft DNF. It's, like, I'll come back yeah. eventually. And there's some of those two where maybe I just know like I'm not in the mood or I'll come back to this at another time. It's not like a I'm never picking this book back up yeah. type of thing. Um, do you feel pressure to like popular books? Um, I don't think so. I feel like I I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't know my reason. I feel like I, I used feel to. Like... I feel like I definitely used to. Yeah, I feel like I if I don't like a book, I don't want to pretend that I like it because it just feels so wrong. I yeah. feel like if I, if it's a popular book, like I can always see how people like the book and like listen to their opinions of liking it. But like, if I personally don't agree, like I'm good with giving it a two or a three if everyone's like five starring a book. I've, it's your own yeah. opinion at yeah. the end of the day. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm not putting down the people who like the book because I'll never do that. I'll never be like, I hated this book. And like, if you liked it, then you have something wrong with you because that's just, yeah. why are we doing not that? Nice. But it's like I can separate 
not liking the book and still respecting like why somebody else likes it type of thing. Yeah. But I just didn't like it. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't need to. I agree. Um, who is an auto buy author from you? Um, wow. <laughs> I feel like Elsie Silver. I don't know who my auto buy authors are. Maybe Carissa Broadbent. I really love her writing. I would say Emily Henry and Abby Jimenez. I just know that I'm always going to like buy their books, no matter what it yeah. is. I feel like there's no other authors that. Oh, Lucy Score. Girl, I'm buying all her books. <laughs> Literally me right now. Every time oh, she comes out with a new cover, and, I'm like, bye. Yeah, and Alice Feeney. I'm reading all her books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you annotate books slash what makes you annotate a book? Um, I always make sure I have a pen on me when I'm reading a book, but I feel like I don't start annotating until I know that I want to annotate the book I don't know if that makes sense like sometimes I'll read a book and even though it's good I don't want to write in it but if it has like good quotes and like stuff like that then I'll start annotating I don't know it's weird I just like know like when I'm reading a book if I want to underline stuff or not yeah for me I only annotate if it's a reread and I'm going into it because I want to annotate and tab it any other time if I'm annotating a book I'm not tabbing it usually um yeah. I'm just kind of like underlining so it's like I started annotations. Yeah, I started recently in, um, tabbing a few books because I didn't want to write in it. So I was like, I may as well tab the scene instead of writing in it. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if I wanted to underline. Because I'm always like, what if someone asks me to read this book? I get so like uncomfortable if they read my annotations. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Same. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy you it. <laughs> you can yeah. like, get a copy. Last, last summer, um, Chris's sister borrowed my every summer after book and she's reading it in the kitchen I walk past and I just see like writing in it and I'm like did I annotate that and she's like yeah I'm loving seeing your thoughts in it and I'm like oh my god I did not know I did that it was so oh my embarrassing god. you look at yourself and you're like oh god I can't believe it, it was <laughs> so embarrassing and I had to watch her read it oh my god it was so embarrassing <laughs> okay this is the last very last question Okay. Which is, what is a perfect book structure to you? Now, for example, Ooh. it's like the font size. Is it a matte cover? Is it a, this type of cover? What what makes a book perfect when you look at it? Okay. Um, I like me a matte cover. <laughs> I saw a glossy covered book today. And I was like, this looks so odd. I feel like most books are matte, right? Well, matte is, like, the soft, like, where you touch it and it has that soft. That's, like, matte. The rest of them are just, like, normal, and then there's glossy. Okay, well, I saw a glossy book today, and I was like, this is, I haven't seen one of these in a while. I guess I like the plain ones, the regular. Yeah. What, um, I think the font, I don't know font sizes, but I know it can't be the size of Binding 13. <laughs> oh, no, that is just inexplicable that, how small that is. Yeah. Um, structure-wise, I like when stories get right to the plot. Like, I don't want the background. Give me the background while we're going through the book. Yeah. Um, and then I like dual, if it's, like, this kind of tropes in a book, I like dual, like, timelines. Like, I like when they give, like, background in that little point of view rather than just, like, throwing in, oh, like, this happened a few years ago. Like, I want I want depth in it. And, like, yeah. no third, third act breakup unless it's, like, reasonable um that's like I guess like a romance structure that I like I want pain sometimes I, I like pain in books 
that's that's wild that's wild I can't respectfully I can't um for me the book has to be very floppy if it's stiff I hate mm-hmm. it because I just feel the need just to crack. just completely do one of these I have to like I cracked my still not spine floppy. the other day yeah it's still not no, floppy yeah. though when you do that it's just that you can hold it a little bit better yeah. um I would just like just the regular covers I want the font size to be big when the font size is big, it does something to my brain. I don't know why. And well, we're on short chapters. I didn't add that. Yeah, short chapters and dual POV. And I'm happy. Yeah, okay. I always went dual POV. Mm-hmm. Always. But those are the questions that we had, little burning book questions. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That's That was so much fun. That was so much fun. Were they burning enough for us? Were they burning? Was it? <laughs> okay, that was about to get really descriptive. But for our little end of the episode fun thing. This one I'm excited for. Yeah, I know. Me too. But I'm scared because it's going to be so embarrassing (laughs) if I can't guess all the quotes. (laughs) Especially especially Akamoff. If I got that wrong, I think I would actually click off. I think I would actually. We gave each other five different books and we went through each one and we chose quotes from them and we're going to read them off and try to guess which book that we gave it's from. We try to yes. pick different ones that we usually talk about too so that's not the same five we always give so this should be fun. So for mine there's Kiss the Sky, Six of Crows, Shatter Me or Ignite Me. Yeah. What did I say? Ignite yeah. Me, Flawless and If He Had Been With Me. Um and then Destiny's was Happy Place. Addicted After All, Daisy Jones, Daisy Hates, The Great Undoing, and Akamoff. So, those are our five. How do you feel about me having a Magnolia Parks book series up there? I was going to say, I thought I texted, did I not text it to you? Um, you should have seen me sitting there for a half hour, just going through my, my annotations for that book. <laughs> I, was I like, sent Sarah really? down a rabbit hole. She's like, oh, great. Yeah. I guess I have to flip through every single book again and read all of my annotations. <laughs> so I'm scared because I also hate reading quotes from books. It's vulnerable to me, and I don't like being vulnerable. Okay. I agree. Well, I chose ones I feel like are, they're kind of vague, but I feel yeah. like the writing of some, you may just like, I don't know, pick up on the author's writing. Okay. 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 I'm so scared. <laughs> I feel like not. Do you want to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like this quote is so obvious. Okay. (sighs) Whatever. I'll say it. Okay. Okay. I hate reading quotes. Okay. I I know. Me too. I just have to do it. Uh, I can't do it. I genuinely can't. (laughs) Yes, you can. Okay. This is so annoying (laughs) to everyone who's listening. They're like, Jesus, just spit it out already. When everyone knows you're a monster, you needn't waste time doing every monstrous thing. Everyone knows your monster. Is that Six of Crows? Yes. Okay. I don't know what it's yeah, for. That was giving. I can't remember. Yeah. Needn't, I don't either. When it said needn't, you needn't do that. I yeah, like, that's what oh, I like now. Yeah. Okay. Here is mine. Okay. When <laughs> I don't like reading quotes either. Um, when someone's presence gives you energy, when it riles up something in you, you can turn that energy into lust or love or hate. I felt most comfortable hating her. It was my only choice. Is that Daisy Jones? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that I one was like, hard. Because it's like everyone just quotes. Like it's not really like a story quotes. It's like dialogue. I rem- As soon as you started that quote, I remembered like the 
this the part of that book i love that book mm-hmm. so much i love it so much okay i hate freaking these okay you're not a pit stop you're my finish line there is no one after you is that kiss the sky yes i love connor i love him so much <laughs> Okay, let's I'm scared. See. I feel like I'm going to get one wrong and I'm going to immediately get embarrassed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that um, sounds evil, that laugh. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? No. I don't like reading. This is so uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> Steadfast, a word that I would never describe myself as. Dependable, loyal, a constant in the world of unstable variables. Wait, my brain didn't even comprehend that quote. Don't we never do it again? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Steadfast, a word that I would never describe myself as. Dependable, loyal, a constant in the world of unstable variables. This makes no sense to me. (laughs) I'm genuinely, because I guess I don't get the the quote is what's happening. Do you want me to say it again? (laughs) No, like I don't get in the quote if there's if they are describing themselves as these things or if they're not describing themselves as these things oh no they are they're just like realizing that these this is what they are <laughs> it could literally be any of these books i don't want to guess i feel like this <laughs> wrong i don't feel like it's addicted after all okay oh my god what if it is addicted after all though I'm gonna die. This is not fun. Um, <laughs> Which one do you choose? I don't feel choose? like it's Daisy Hates either. I don't feel like out of all the quotes of Daisy Hates, you would choose this. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> You're like, okay, girl. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Where did you, fi- hold on. Where did you find these quotes at? I looked through my annotations of these books. Like I've underlined all of these. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is taking me such a long time because I also forgot the it's quote. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't want to say it again? No. Is it Happy Place? Mm-mm. What is it? <laughs> Addicted after all. <laughs> I was going to say that. Jesus. Was it Lowe's POV? Yeah. It was when they were back. Actually. Well, everyone knows at this point. They were... Um, I was literally going to say that because the beginning, and then you said, no, they're describing it. I literally hate myself. This is friendship and this is love, but I already know what they have, but I already know what they have not learned yet, how dangerous friendship is, how damaging love can be. Huh. What did they say? This is friendship. This is love. But I already know what they have not learned yet, how dangerous friendship is, how damaging love can be. Is that oh. <laughs> um is that flawless no oh if he had been with me yes okay that was my other guess i don't remember that <laughs> part i don't know the context of that one but yeah all right okay let's see which one i should do next I did not mind stepping out of the shadows, did not mind even being in the shadows to begin with, so long as he was with me. My friend through so many dangers, who had fought for me when no one else would, even myself. Oh, 
This is very troubling for many reasons to me. Okay. <laughs> because Don't say it again. No. The mention of okay. the shadows. Okay. Obviously, we have Rezand, who is the whole entire night thing. And for most of Akamoth, they're just kind of friends. So really stick with your gut here. <laughs> now you just messed me up. <laughs> Can you say it again? I did not mind stepping out of the shadows, did not mind even being in the shadows to begin with, so long as he was with me. My friend through so many dangers who had fought for me when no one else would, even myself. Is it Akamoff? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because it reminded me of Under the Mountain, and then the shadow, I knew it. I, I was, was going like, to give you a quote from chapter 54 or 55, but I was like, she's going to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have got that immediately. I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> This one's so obvious, but it's fine. I am no longer afraid of fear, and I will not let it rule me. Fear will learn to fear me. Shatter me? Yes. Uh, uh oh. Oh, ignite me, I meant. Yeah, ignite me. That one was so, it was like, I feel like her writing and like her quotes are yeah. memorable for what happened yes. in those books. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Best I can do is act like she means nothing to me. Pretty hard to do when she means it all. Daisy hates the great undoing. Is that one? <laughs> there were so many because good quotes I was going to pick, but I couldn't. Do you want to know why that was a dead giveaway? Because Happy Place doesn't have his point of view, does it? Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself away. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that if you wouldn't have left it for the... No, actually, I would have because I feel like I remember that. Yeah, this was, like, more towards the end. Yeah, when he was really, like, Down I can't, bad. my Julian Hart can't take it. <laughs> okay. Well, now, I, you just have one more quote. Okay, so this is, so, is going to be flawless. Flawless was, you were out there, you were out there this whole time, and now I know you exist, and I can never go back and would want to if I could. Oh. Oh, right. Aw. That's cute. Aw. Little bull rider. <laughs> um, okay, the happy place one was, I find it easier to fulfill other people's expectations than to set my own. Should I say I, that again? I feel like I, 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 like I would have got that. I feel like I would have got that. Yeah. Because, like, the whole entire like central point whole of that thing. book is, like, yeah. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was anyway. anxiety-inducing, but also fun at the same time. <laughs> I don't that know That was how. a fun little game. It was. That was my favorite one that we've done. Yeah. Let us know any other little games you want us to do at the end. Yeah. Guys, we're desperate to know what we should do at the end because... Send us some ideas. Your, send our us, way. Send us ideas. So, but that is the conclusion of today's episode. I was just going to say conclusion. Yes. Oh, my God. How funny We're sharing is that? the same brain cell here. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you guys liked it, don't forget to review on Apple and Spotify. Uh, I'm still deep into this and don't know exactly what you're supposed to do with podcasts and reviewing the system, but leave us a review. That's fine. Anyway. And follow Sarah's socials, follow my socials, follow the podcast. We have a YouTube channel where you can see the visualness of this if you want to see it. And we appreciate you guys sticking by us and listening and Thank grabbing you so your much. drinks of the episode. 
and I love sitting and it. chatting with us. And I, yeah, I love when an episode goes live and everyone's like, my drink of the episode. It like, it's so cute. I've heart. been seeing ones that, that tag us and it says that they're drinking their watered down drinks. And I'm like, I feel so seen. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for watching. For all the links yes. that she just talked about is in our Instagram bio too, if you need all. And it's in the description of all YouTube videos and it's actually in the description of Spotify as well. If you guys. like and yeah so thanks for watching anyway. guys we will see you guys thanks. next thursday as always thanks for watching thanks for listening bye, bye.